Hey everybody, welcome to The Wake Up for Wednesday, October 28th, 2020. Here's what's happening in Hollywood, the media biz, and social platforms, where it's a busy Wednesday as usual, so a lot to get to. But first, a congratulations to the Dodgers on winning the World Series last night. In front of a pretty sizable crowd in Texas, where the stadium was filled to about a 30% capacity. And in a move that couldn't be more 2020, a uh, Dodgers player tested positive for COVID during the 8th inning. Nothing like a timely test result, uh, and had to leave the game. Well, at least baseball has until April before they have to restart again, unlike the NBA or NHL. And today's Wake Up is brought to you by the freshest Colombian coffee you can get. Say it with me, Debosio Coffee. Over in the trailer house, it's all about Bayside High, as uh, Peacock gave us a trailer for Saved by the Bell, uh, the reboot, and yes, there is a Zack Attack reunion apparently. Well, minus a couple of members. SBTB 2020 hits Peacock just in time for a Friendsgiving on November 25th, and the trailer link is in the episode notes as always, and uh, now over to Hollywood. We'll start off with Apple TV, who made two big deals yesterday. The first being Jon Stewart, who signed a multi-year first-look deal, according to The Hollywood Reporter. He's going to do an hour-long current affairs series exploring various topics at one subject per episode. Former HBO chief Richard Plepler will also be an exec producer on the show. No word on a timeline, but the show still needs a showrunner, so going to be a minute. And Apple TV's second deal was for a half-hour comedy series that brings the Neighbors movie team back together. That team being Seth Rogen, Rose Byrne, and director Nick Stoller. And that series is called Platonic, according to the trades. The 10 episodes find Seth and Rose playing former best friends in their youth who had a major falling out and reconnect as adults, where they attempt to mend fences with uh, destabilizing results. And the overall idea for the series is to explore platonic relationships through the series, anthology style, so it'll have a new cast and setup each year. Over in the movie biz, J-Lo and Army Hammer are going to co-star together in an action comedy called Shotgun Wedding, according to Deadline. It'll be directed by Pitch Perfect's Jason Moore, and tells the story of a couple who gathers their friends and family for a destination wedding, but the couple soon gets cold feet just as the entire wedding party is taken hostage. Well, that's convenient timing. Over at MGM, they made two changes to their release slate yesterday, uh, both delays. Their Aretha Franklin biopic, Aretha, is moving from MLK Weekend to uh, August 13th. And their Tomb Raider sequel, currently slated for March, is now uh, unslated. And gotta think all eyes are starting to shift toward Warner Brothers at this point, around that Christmas release date for Wonder Woman. Over at Netflix, they picked up the movie Born to be Murdered. Well, that's provocative. Just hope they don't create a theme song. Uh, Anyway, that one stars John David Washington and Alicia Vikander as a couple vacationing in Greece who fall victim to a violent conspiracy. That one's going to hit Netflix sometime next year, according to The Hollywood Reporter. And in some casting news, uh, Uzo Aduba has been set in the lead role for HBO's reboot or continuation of In Treatment. Ah, I see they're calling it a reimagining. Well, either way, the recent Emmy winner for Mrs. America will be the lead when it starts shooting sometime this year in California. Over at CBS All Access, Alison Tolman and Nick Frost have been cast in the second season of their dark anthology comedy series, Why Women Kill, from showrunner Mark Cherry. That's according to Deadline. And a renewal to note at the OWN Network, who ordered a season two of their Ava DuVernay-produced anthology show, Cherish the Day. And finally, if you've ever had a dispute with someone and thought, uh, you know what, it'd be awesome to hear what Ice-T thinks about this. Well, Fox's local TV affiliates have you covered. 
They've given a four-week order to The Mediator with Ice-T, which is uh, basically Judge Judy with Ice-T, but he's a mediator and not a judge. So if the two parties don't agree with T's decision, they could then go to court, where it would be kind of awesome if the Honorable Cool Mo D was presiding, but uh, that's a show for another time. The Mediator with Ice-T will hit local Fox TV stations for its trial run in March. Uh, trial run, nice. <laughs> Next up, a quiet day in the media biz and social platforms, uh, so going to shift over to some changes in the Hollywood executive suite. With Netflix and Sony Pictures both making big organizational changes, CBS cutting back episode orders, and a couple of promotions to note, plus today's pop quiz. How many theatrical Tomb Raider movies are there? And how much did the 2018 reboot make at the U.S. box office? I'll give you an over-under of $100 million on that one. The answer after a coffee break with Devotion Coffee. Which I just got a fresh bag of coffee of. And there's nothing like a fresh bag of coffee full of fresh coffee beans. With many coffee beans, you may know that they're freshly roasted, but you have no idea when those beans left their country of origin, which could be as long as six to nine months ago. With Devotion, you know you're getting the freshest coffee beans possible, from arguably the best coffee growing region in the world. Devotion FedExes their coffee beans every week from Columbia straight to their roastery in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, where the beans are freshly roasted so the coffee in your cup could have been in Columbia as little as 10 days ago. So think about that versus uh, whatever you're putting in your cup this morning. Just go to Devotion.com, that's D-E-V-O-C-I-O-N, and uh, pick out a few bags that look interesting. They source from all over Colombia, and different regions give different tastes and flavors to the coffee beans. They even give you free shipping when you order just $50 worth on your first order. And on top of that, enter the code WAKEUP at checkout and get 20% off your first order, which when you put all that together, I'm pretty sure is going to cost you less than whatever you pay currently. That's Devotion.com, and that link and the promo code are both in the episode notes. Check it out today. And now the answer to today's pop quiz. There have been three Tomb Raider films total, two with Angelina Jolie back in the early 2000s, and the reboot with Alicia Vikander in 2018, which uh, made $275 million worldwide, but only took in $58 million here in the US, so uh, hopefully you took the under. So with that huge international skew and the uh, pandemic, it'll be interesting to see what the new rollout plan is in various markets around the world in 2021. Now, over to the Hollywood executive suite, where the word of the day was restructuring. Wait, isn't that just a fancy word for layoffs? Uh, but just a bit of a heads up, there's about to be a lot of names of executives and uh, org chart things. So if you're here for other things, just fast forward about 90 seconds. Otherwise, we'll start off at Netflix as Bella Bajaria starts to shift things around now that a few execs have departed. And the one big headline is that the young adult and family series department is over. Those duties will now be split under the drama and comedy teams, and up to nine employees under the VP level have been laid off as a result or whatever kind of doublespeak that Netflix calls it internally. So, uh, Milton has been let go. Well, just a second there, Professor. We, uh, we fixed the glitch. So he won't be receiving a paycheck anymore, so it'll just work itself out naturally. I put a link to the deadline piece in the episode notes, which uh, kind of breaks this down further, but essentially, Bell is now going to have one direct report in the four major regions of the world, although the head in the U.S. is currently open with Cindy Holland's departure. So send your resumes accordingly. Otherwise, in the U.S., drama is split in two. The head of drama development is Ginny Howe, and the head of current drama, that's now Renate Redford. Then there's just one head of comedy series, and that's also an open position, but Andy Well is doing the job for now. 
As for Brian Wright, who used to oversee the young adult division, he now heads up a group called Overall Deals. So the Netflix deals with people like Shonda Rhimes, the Duffer Brothers, Dan and Dave from Game of Thrones, etc. And then Brandon Rigg, Rig, I think it's Rigg, uh, will continue to head up comedy specials and nonfiction programming. And finally, Peter Friedlander definitely wins the award for most fun title, head of spectacle and event programming, which uh, I guess interpret that as you like. But if I had that job, I'd definitely get a t-shirt with my name and head of spectacle printed on it. Okay, uh, also restructuring yesterday was Sony Pictures, who has let go about 35 people, according to Deadline. That's mostly in marketing and distribution, including global marketing co-president Andre Carico. Or is that Caraco? I'm going with Carico. So now, theatrical, TV, and home entertainment marketing and distribution is now all going to be under studio president Josh Greenstein. Or is that Greenstein? Man, these days with a lot of names are not a good idea for me. Uh, as well as networks and distribution head Keith Lagoy. Josh and Keith will have three new marketing head direct reports, those reports being Paul Noble and Danielle Mischer here in the US, and Lexine Wong overseeing International. And the link to the further breakdown of responsibilities in the deadline piece is in the episode notes for those inclined. And in plain old cutbacks, uh, CBS is cutting the episode orders for most of their series this year, since they don't premiere until next month. Most of the dramas are being cut back to 16 to 18 episodes, and uh, guessing the comedies will mostly follow suit. But let's round out with some positive notes, shall we? Starting at Variety, who has promoted Michelle Sabrino Stearns to president and group publisher in charge of editorial and business operations worldwide. Next up is Sheila Duxworth, who has been named head of the production partnership between CBS Studios and the NAACP that was announced about four months ago. Sheila comes over from Will Packer Productions, so a kudos going out to Sheila. And according to CNN and a site called No Filter, culinary media figure Allison Roman has officially stepped away from her New York Times column and has reportedly bought a restaurant in upstate New York that's about an hour west of Kingston. No official comment from Allison on either development. And this is all in addition to the new Substack she launched a couple of months ago, where she recently also introduced some live stream cooking events as well. In today's programming notes, uh, nothing. Entertain yourselves. Although the leaders of big tech are scheduled to testify virtually in front of Congress about uh, Section 230, a.k.a. the law that prevents people from suing them over the dumb crap, defamation, lies, and copyright infringement that people and presidents of certain countries post on social media. Or just brainstorming an alternative idea on things to do. Take a few seconds and give a five-star rating to this podcast on Apple Podcasts. No one's going to know it's you. Uh, thank you, Section 230. And I will look so much cooler to my mom with a bunch of five-star ratings next to this podcast when she listens to it. Hi, Mom. But let's go out today with a toast to the newly engaged couple of uh, Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani, who, uh, full disclosure, I really thought were engaged already, so my level of surprise was uh, not impressive. So going to go out with one of my favorite Blake songs, uh, Drink On It, which is about Blake trying to pick up a woman at a bar, so I'm uh, guessing its chances of being played at the wedding are slim. So let's enjoy it now. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. While we're trying to figure out the next place we should go, we can drink on it. Put our heads together and think on it. Maybe later on we can sleep on it.